This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to our basement, everybody. We don't know if the audio has been improved. There has been. And you can see guys running it out of, out of the background here. But look, you see more of the basement now. We do, yeah. We're, we're using a different camera. And uh, we've been uh, monkeying with the audio. I, apparently, what we're figuring out is that Fridays are the super packed days for the server. Everybody's doing Twitch shows. Yep. Audio's good. And the audio is good. There's Blake, fantastic. Uh, so we, what we did. Yeah, we had to we had to repatch and we had to try to resend the signal. Uh, we rebooted the thing. We had to lower the resolution. We have a lower resolution stream right now, um, but uh, we're here. We're, we've been waiting. We're here. Like, and, and we're we, still going to be and here. And we uh, want to do the podcast for you. We appreciate you uh, sticking with us and staying in the chat room. And, uh, yeah. Uh, but enough about that because some people listen to us later. And uh, welcome to the podcast. This is a big week. It's yes, the week before you're just joining E3. us. Hello. Welcome. And a lot of stuff has been happening. Our friend Scott Jones is already in Los Angeles. He just couldn't wait. He couldn't wait. For all he, the excitement. He's, uh, he, he's down. Uh, he hasn't been in a couple of years. Because he, he got hasn't. sick last year, so he wasn't there, and so he's he's going down to uh, reconnect with friends and make make sure everybody knows that he's alive and well, and doing doing great. And he just uh, wants to show off his beard before he shaves. Wants it. to show off his beard, and we are doing a uh, if everything goes according to plan, <laughs> we are doing a Game of Thrones coffee talk. Uh, I'm going to start the show with a plug, which is terrible. But, but we're just doing, you, you and Scott. Yeah, uh, Jones and I are doing one on Sunday night, immediately after we watch the uh, Game of Thrones. Are you going to watch together at your hotel? We are, yeah. We're going to watch together in our hotel, and then hopefully, <laughs> if all goes according to plan, uh, and the internet is fast enough, we will be streaming um, uh, on Twitch and uh, recording the, the podcast as well for... Um, uh, everybody on uh, Sunday night around 10, I think, so 10, 10 p.m. PST, which will be late. And then we'll repost it everywhere as well. You but, guys are uh, really cute. Pardon me? You guys are really cute. Oh, thank are you, you planning your snacks? I, I'm planning the snacks. I'm bringing a razor blade as well. I'm going to shave that thing right no! off of yes, you I don't am. like it? I think it's okay. It's all right. It's, t- it's summer, though. It's time to, time to lose the uh, I know, but he likes the to go against the grain. It's fine. It's he must have gone against the grain, yeah. Just as everybody's getting over their beards. Yeah, he, I'm going to grow my tried. beard. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he operates. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm uh, wearing my Batman shirt today. I am, too. You are also wearing your Batman yeah, shirt. Let's reveal evidence of that. Look at that. Yeah, we already showed if you uh, saw on Instagram. Pull up the Batmobile. We've been talking about things today. But yeah. also, I need to show off my socks because I don't know if I can Yeah, you can reach. Robin. You can sit, sit Robin. back even go back Robin. a little bit. There they are, look at that. Yeah, Robin sucks. Yeah. Oh, no. Oops. So, we got, break the internet. so I am Batman and Robin That's today, which is, I mean, it, it makes me feel powerful. I must say, though, I feel more powerful when I have my Wonder Woman shirt on. Yeah. But that's okay. It's fine. So, big news in uh, in the streaming world today. Oh, yeah. A- a- apropos of some of our issues that are happening right now. Uh, exactly. YouTube is getting into uh, the streaming marketplace as well. We already know that our friends at Daily Motion are doing some of this as well. Twitch is going to more and more not be the only game in town, so to speak, around yeah. this stuff. And it's going to be interesting how this all shakes out because people 
want to be able to reach as many people as efficiently and as, as you know, cleanly as possible. Yeah. And I want to reach the audience. And I also don't think there should be one ring to rule no, them all. No, totally. Uh, there needs to be some significant competition out there or else, um, you know, I mean, if one person had all the power, that yeah. person might get a little bit big-headed and not be fair to everyone else. So. And that hasn't been the case with Twitch. With no. Twitch, they've been super cool, and they've just grown so fast, but obviously they're a massive corporation. And, yes. Uh, uh, you know, and now they're owned by an even more massive corporation. And, and competition and, uh, makes everything better. Totally. And that's Com what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. So Amazon's going to have to, you know, give them even more rocket fuel to yeah. improve everything and tweak everything. And, and uh they set the stage really for this, mm -hmm. you know, and I think what they did is they just refined existing technologies and, and yeah. allowed for this social platform and uh, and it's been incredibly useful. So We're, I, yeah, know. we've been having fun for yeah. sure. Um, thanks to everybody in the chat today too for yeah. hanging out. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool. And thanks for what listening. Else? If this is a, an audio podcast for you, we yes. will try to be as descriptive as possible. Okay, Chris so right now Batman I'm wearing a Batman shirt. Robin shirt. Robin's like, is also wearing a Batman shirt, but he's hiding it under his plaid. I, of course. He's hiding it under his I don't want everybody to know. Well, I'm every, Batman. Every, everybody knows. All right. Uh, Microsoft and Oculus VR partner. This is like the week before E3, and oh, all of this stuff is happening yeah. already. You know, the yeah. Fallout 4 trailer blew our minds. That so I think great. was like the floodgates open. Then all kinds of other big announcements start happening. Microsoft and Oculus partnership is enormous it's a totally enormous thing because they already they already have hololens and now they're going to be working with oculus and they're taking on sony and morpheus head-on with what they're about to offer yeah i don't know i mean like i, I who knows how popular all of this vr stuff is going to be but mm -hmm. massive deal it's a huge deal and so now we're going to have the xbox controller and uh, Windows 10 and streaming uh, sort of capabilities all built into uh, the, the Oculus sort of ecosystem. Yes. Uh, which I guess means that Oculus won't work with the Sony platforms. They'll probably try not to do that. And then Sony's got its own proprietary stuff there. Right. And then Valve also has Vive, their, their VR platform. Yeah. So it's yeah. going to be... Well, uh, they all have to come to the table with something. It, this is the new console war. Yeah, in that's way, fine. Right? I'm okay with that. Because we won't all have three VR headsets in our house, will we? Are we each going to own three? <laughs> no. Blake, are you going to own three no. VR headsets? No. I might get one. Yeah. No. There, yeah. no. There'll just be one. I don't think we need three. That's we should, we should have an EPN meetup, but you have to wear a, a VR headset. Well, a VR headset, why can't it be like a TV, right? Like, you can have three different consoles, but... You have one TV, right? Yeah, that's what they said about game consoles. Yeah, so why not have? But why not have one VR? Why not have all the? Why not have every VR set, VR headset work with every console in the PC? Open, right? Yeah. I know that would make so much sense. Is that going to happen? No, because they want us to just no. give all our money. You, well, it's not even. They, they don't want it. They're not in cahoots to take all of the money. I know, but they're, that's how they're, they feel. they're playing this. Uh, everybody's got to join a club. Everybody's got to pledge allegiance to something. You know. I know, and I really is, hate that. I really do, but. It's the what it's else? the history of the business, and now it looks like it's the future of the business. Uh, you know, crazy. I don't. Uh, I don't want to pick a side right now, but I've only tried the Oculus. Yeah. And it was pretty rad, and now they've got cool. $2 billion worth of Facebook money. I mean, I, I, I haven't... That Facebook you know, dough. I haven't... 
you know, I haven't sat down with these things. You know, I know, I know. that after this E3, I'm gonna I'm gonna be giving everybody. Uh, I want to get, get hooked up with some of this VR stuff. All right, so I can kind of make my. I feel like you can though right now because your hair is shorter. It is very short right now. It's too short. Uh, but I uh, I feel I feel like how is Sony going to compete with the other guys? I mean, if Sony is an excellent electronics manufacturer. They've got a fantastic console with PlayStation Four, but they they're not they don't have the pockets of a, of a Facebook and Microsoft. Right. And if they want to win this war, they will spend to win it. You know, like they have to and spend Sony it. is. You know, I guess they've been slashing and cutting all a lot of their other divisions and stuff to focus a lot on on uh, games and consumer electronics and streaming and stuff. So yeah. they're no slouches, but I, I, at the end of the day, is it going to be a dollars spent thing that's going to kind of position who wins this battle for VR? Well, um, the, the important thing to remember is that Sony already has a good install base with PS4, yeah, which helps. That it, there's so many more PS4s in the world than Xbox One. Yeah, but Microsoft is just looking at Xbox as this little tip to Windows 10, and they're yeah. they're putting a, a Windows 10 streaming box into Xbox. But mm. if, if Sony je- uh, like stands on the shoulders of the PS4 and makes it makes the Project Morpheus something that if you have a PS4 you have to get Project Morpheus. Yeah, um, then I can see them, you know. This is Aaron, by the way. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> this What's is the happening? Mi- the mythical, magical Aaron. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know if people can hear Blake. He doesn't have another microphone. This is part of our new uh, rejigged uh, packaging of the show today because we've had to kind of change everything. Oh, oh, we were hot. We were too hot. We were hot. But uh, it was great for Thanks, uh, Aaron. Our, our complexion before. Oh, that's better. That's nice. Oh, is that is that? I can't really tell. Is that better? That does look a little bit better. Okay. But this is going to be fascinating to watch all of this stuff go down. Yeah, sure it is. And yeah, it is very sure. And it's going to be fascinating to test them all against each other. I think that they're all going to have pretty comparable technologies. Yes. I've heard amazing For things sure. about Vive behind closed doors. I don't know how much Valve is going to be showing it off at, at E3 this year. Well, I'm either going to find out or Jose is going to find out. Yes, it's true. And I'll be, <laughs> and I'll be watching. Um, yeah, watching is yeah for the, sure the other big xbox stuff i mean they obviously want to come out of the gate swinging this week as they uh they free dlc maps for halo 5 which uh yeah that's really exciting well that's a good move yeah you know and it's getting them tons of great publicity right now and and um good i just i i don't like that it's somebody sitting in the hot you know the catbird seat so to speak there's an expression from my day the cat bird seat. Way back in the 30s, we used to roll around in our Model Ts and talk about people in their in cat, the cat bird seats. Uh, no, but it's, uh, you know, obviously Microsoft can afford to just say, ah, well, everybody gets the free DLC maps because everybody's going to buy Halo anyways, and this is just another reason to buy Halo. Yeah. But I wanted to filter to everybody, and I want Activision to take that as a, as a gauntlet thrown and say, yeah, Call of Duty for uh, Black Ops 3, we're going to give you a lot more free stuff. Well, yeah, well, they've been getting a lot of, uh, I noticed a lot of YouTube channels devoted to it, and a lot of people um, in that realm devoted to taking down um, Call of Duty for that reason, the whole buy before you get thing where mm-hmm. you're paying for all these the season e- passes and all, all the season passes, all that stuff, because yeah. they just don't want this thing to continue, the season pass thing to continue <laughs> by Aaron. Um, yeah, so I don't know... 
I feel like this is going in the right direction, and, and then maybe... Well, I hope it starts a trend. I hope yeah. that the football gets passed, to, no, no pun intended, to other uh, game makers, and they start saying, yeah, you know what, we have to start... We have to start thinking of the players uh, first. Uh, I'm coining EA's phrase right there, but they... <laughs> They need to start feeling like they don't have to worry about the economics of everything when they're making the decisions to, you know, spend time and money on these games. Now, obviously, developers got to earn their living too, and the publishers are spending a ton of money on these things, and they need to be reimbursed so that they have a, a profitable business that allows them to keep making things. Um, but I feel, I feel like, like they have a lot of money, though. They, they do, but I, there's been a lot of constriction and a lot of closures and a lot of kind of, you know focusing on specific games that are always earners yeah and that this is all tied to all of this but and you know gamers i think on a whole, as a whole have been right along for the ride going what get a little bit exhausted with all this news about financials and, and yeah. all, the, all this worry about you know whether a game is going to make enough money for the developers to I keep know. working it's 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 a little much it is it has been a lot hasn't yeah it? yeah we don't, i guess i don't really think about that a lot but it really does bring you down as a gamer like it brings me down there's so much skepticism about it i mean I, I i had a guy run into me at the uh, I was at the park with my family the other day and oh he yeah people recognized coming up to me you and, oh. yeah he recognized me but it wasn't like i watched the show it was like yeah you guys aren't making as many reviews what's happening with the show oh. and i said well we, we have the budget to make one half hour a day of television oh. right now yeah. um but you know, who knows? Stay tuned. I, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're watching, and I hope that you are watching. I said we're going to have our Batman review very soon, so keep your eyes out for that. And he said, "Yeah, I've been wondering whether to have that to get that game. It's got all that DLC." Oh. And it was just like angry. Right, right. I'm telling yeah, you, and it was just it was like, yeah, I don't know if I should no, get that anymore. Like I'm know? telling you, there's a whole revolt happening, no. especially in the YouTube space with all the DLC stuff. People are actually trying to put a stop to it, yeah. which I, I mean, I think is fair because they're upset about it mm -hmm. and people are outraged at this point. Um, I, we can't talk about the review though. No. <laughs> I'm like, well, but, oh, but I we can't can, say anything. We can give think. thumbs up to 343 and the Halo team for giving out free maps. There's going to be 35 maps with Halo 5. Yes. That's, a, that's awesome. And, uh, that's amazing. Josh Holmes, who has been on Vic's Basement before, he's a, a really terrific guy. He leads that team out of Vancouver. He's a guy out of Vancouver. He was sitting in this seat I'm sitting in right now? Yeah, he might have parted oh, right Oh, my uh, goodness. He is a great guy, and he came out and said that he doesn't want it to be the, the have and have not sort of that's okay. thing. Right? Like, then you start getting matchmaking issues where some people can't play the games. Yeah. So, good on you. I hope that happens with more of these, uh, especially first-person shooters. Also, there's a one terabyte Xbox One now. Oh my God, I know. See, all these announcements just make me, well, like I'm happy for people, sure, but mostly I'm just annoyed because I don't have it. Like right. now, I don't have the one terabyte. Right. I'm hovering at 99.4% <laughs> on my Xbox constantly. Like I'm always deleting things and having to As long download. as you have a USB 3.0 external drive, the Xbox will read it and you can have as much room as you, you can want, as you could afford. So you can get a two terabyte Xbox uh, Xbox One hard drive and not not run into any of that, those issues. Look, I don't have it though. That's true. It'd be nice like, to have a one terabyte all <laughs> packed into one nice thing, right? I know. I, I, just, I bought the Batman Arkham uh, 
PS4 for myself with the I'm silver sorry? and the, the Batman. I've got another PS4 coming. It's, it's, it's what I need. Okay. Uh, but uh, it only has to... 500 gigs again, right? And I, I wish that that had been specially modified with extra bat storage. Oh, that was good. But they don't. But, um, no, especially, wait, does it come with the game already on it? Yeah, it then the plus 500? Uh, no, you get the disc, I think. I, I, I don't know. I just wanted the Batman on my PS4. <laughs> you just have Batman, like, bye, 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 bye. I mean, this is the, the whole reason to be excited about this console generation. And Sony did a smart thing by wrapping that into, why don't you come over here, Mr. Batman? Put you on a console. That was from Jimmy Stewart. That I don't was know. From your bird. That, was, that was my Jimmy Stewart. Okay. I'm gonna lash out the moon, Mary. I don't have your rap, man. He's in Bill's house. In house. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fallout 4 might come out in 2015. I think it is going to come out in 2015. For sure. What do you mean, no, might? No, there's no for sure. There's, there, there's a lot. The hype train is long for each one of these titles. No, it can't be anymore. It can't be anymore. I think it's coming out this year. Wouldn't it be awesome is they, at the Bethesda thing, everybody gets Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we just rewind for a second? Because yeah. I was still thinking that we were in 2014, and yeah. I thought that maybe it'd be coming out next year. I'm like, yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't think... No, I think it's going to come next year. watching too many movies and playing too many games. Head is spinning. <laughs> and worry about E3. We yeah, there's a lot of stuff right now. And, and we're halfway through it already. Shoot, we're in 2015. And I think... Oh, my God. I think we might get Fallout 4 this year. No. And in fact, I'm just going to say, I think they might hand it out to us at the Bethesda press conference. Just oh, to, let's... Just to bug on. everybody and, and get them saying I'm an idiot and I'm wrong or they're jealous. Just, I'm just going to say that. I don't... I think it's going to come out... I think it's going to come out next year. Like, the beginning of next year. The beginning just, of next year? Just so you guys know, we're on the front page. woo Yay! Oh, my Welcome, God. Welcome, everybody. That's finding us Hi. on Twitch. You guys rock. Uh, you're amazing. Sorry, I thought it was 2014 for a second there. What do you guys um, think? Do you think we're going to get Fallout 4 this year, or are we going to have to wait till 2016? Or... Are the people that go to the Bethesda it's press conference in person going to get a, a, a signed copy from Todd Howard? Why do you think Todd that's going to happen? Why do you think that's going to happen? I don't know. Crazy things have happened at thinking. this business. Wishful thinking. So, and when your Xbox gave us a bunch of Xbox 360s, and everybody gets one okay, of these. You know what? That I don't, no, I don't, because I wasn't there. Uh, and you were very angry. Most of the world was. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Know. Nobody wants to see this. As I a know. person watching and not at E3, I don't want to see all these journalists in the audience getting all these things. It's so not they just get, journalists. It's analysts and salespeople and mostly retailers. Look, and, it's fine. I like it now because yeah. I'm there and I get things and I right. love it so much, but I don't want people around me to feel like, well, F these people. Like yeah. They're getting all this free stuff. That's not cool. When they have to pay all this money for all this stuff and all this DLC. Right. So, um, it's not going to happen. Okay, I know it's not going to happen. It can't. The golden age that you were in before I jumped into this space with you is over. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool it's things over. still percolate, though. Little gifts and, and things like that. Oh, happen. no, for sure. Yeah. We're so I don't lucky. We're not consoles anymore. I we're so lucky. In fact, should we do Toy Break right now? Yeah. No. yeah, sure, I why feel like not? it's a good yeah. segue yeah, for Yeah, a little break right. from, from uh, news digesting. Yes. Uh, but uh, EB Games, who is our partner and uh, our sponsor partner, awesome people over there. Thank you, EB Games. We love you. <laughs> um, they noticed that I like to talk about toys quite a oh bit on this show. Really? I'm turning into Jimmy Stewart every time. You guys got to slap me now. <laughs> but they, uh, they sent a box full of fun things, and I'll get to some of the other stuff on another day. But I, what I really gravitated towards 
uh, this time, and I've done my best. You know there aren't a bunch of these things kicking around in this office. I've done my best to not get addicted on these uh, these pop, the Funko I, pop lines. I do like the pop lines. They're amazing. I really do. I love them, and I grab it. I, I'm, every time I go to a store, I always look at them, and I, like, hold them in my hand. I caress them, and I think about <laughs> it. And I, I wonder, if I, should I buy it? And, He's got problems. But because I went on a Mighty Mugs binge, and I have so many Mighty Mugs that I have to, I had to remember those things that were yeah. the, the vinyls that Hasbro put on a few, few years ago. I got all of them, tons of them. Where though? And I do have, you they're in boxes them? now. They're in boxes in my okay. house. All right, so I can't go too crazy. So I. Don't let me go too crazy. Vic, you know I have no control over that, or you, anytime there's toys around. I EB Games has just started my addiction on the uh, the Funko line. I actually do have a few of these. But Hold on a second. They they bobble. They bobble. Yeah, they're bobbleheads. These are, uh, this is Ant-Man. Thank you. Thank you for this wonderful gift. Paul Rudd's in there. Yeah, Mr. Hanson Paul Rudd is in there. Hold on, he is so handsome, one. and he's also celery man, and I love him. You can hold, you can hold that. Okay. All right, and then they also sent me Yellow Jacket. I have like the first few of the pop lines. I have some Batmans and uh, Superman and, and uh, some of the Star Wars ones. I Nerd. love these figures. They're, they're so cool. I like the super deformed big heads. I haven't collected any of these pop figures that bobble. They're so rad. And I love the super detail on them. And look at, yeah. look at Yellow Jacket. Look at the, the goggles they put on. You're showing on camera. Oh, right. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> look at uh, look at the, the goggles, and they put extra sort of uh, glass effect right there. Yeah. I'm Ant Man. What, what does he say? I'm Ant Man. I, I don't know. know. I don't know why they called me that. Something like that. I'm I mean, I can't do Paul Rudd. You can't do, do Paul Rudd. Should I do uh, Ant Man as Batman? You can do yeah. Yellow sure. jacket. <laughs> Anyways. Any, any superhero can be Batman at any time. Yeah, they all can. Or any superhero can just be Kevin Conroy at any time. Right. Kevin Conroy can be every superhero. <laughs> yeah. No, he can only be Batman. Look at that. Incredible stuff. Very that's cool. Not, that's not true. He's played other... He's played other characters. Other sure. characters. Yeah. I'm right, sure so Baker has going, played uh, many. These are going right by the uh, Warthog and... I Markham love the bobble. Bobble right behind me, right there. I because the only awesome bobble heads I baseball figurines, like baseball bobbleheads. These are awesome, and you know what's cool is that they're not because they're so accessible and they're everywhere. Yeah. And and they've made so many of them, and it's yes. making them so much money. So much money. They're not that expensive. They're not like my seventy dollar Japanese import things with the bobble heads and or your, deformed heads. Or stuff. your man sized Batman. This was actually worth every damn penny. This was a hundred bucks. I think you can buy that at EB Games as well. Should we take a look at Arkham Origins Batman? <laughs> this was time? actually worth every damn penny. Oh, Since we're uh, it's Batman. Oh jeez, it it's Batman out. Day. Batman. Uh, and I've heard that there's an Arkham Knight version of this coming as well. Well, I guess it's going to be in the basement next Marissa, week. Marissa, make sure you bring around the Batmobile so we can get away. Oh, Batman! That was my oh, that was my Harley Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, so that was Toy Break. Okay. Um, we're. What well, else is going on? Well, we're going we're going we're going to LA. First of all, oh, we right. should take a little second here to acknowledge the fathers out there oh. and to acknowledge you because it's Father's Day. So surreal. Right. Yeah. So uh, I just feel like on I don't know on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Day. Happy Every Father's father Day. that watches our shows or listens to our podcast. I do. Uh, the best Father's Day I had with my father was actually just. Um, 
because he like he loves playing mobile games. He loves playing games on his iPad now. Oh, okay. So we just we didn't we were just hanging out, drinking espresso and playing games together. Like we weren't playing the same game. We were just hanging out, having our moments with our games and just sipping our coffee. It was just like this nice little afternoon we had on the patio on the little porch. That's and I had the best some, Father's Day. Better? No, but it's just like it's that just that's my most recent. What did you give your father for Father's Day? It's supposed to be about honoring your father that I'm really sorry giving I, him some kind of awesome gift or a memory if I ask dad, him what his favorite Father's is, Day memory is it going to be up oh no, my, with no my, fa- my dad's favorite Father's yeah. Day gift that I ever gave him because you're going to get this as Ruby grows up because okay. they make little presents for you in school sure yeah so the best one the one that he loved the most is when we made we planted these um, little grass seeds in, in little cups and then grass would sprout. And so we, it's like a little mini chia pet, basically, that okay. we brought to our dad's and we made his face. We got to draw his face in the cup. And so he loved it. The grass had always grown. He cut different haircuts on it. He thought it was the greatest gift ever. And oh, I will always wow. remember that. Is it was so sweet. alive? Definitely not. No. Um, How but long that was a long time ago. I don't. I have no idea. This is yeah. forever ago. It was in elementary school. Okay. Eons ago. Um, That's but you're bad. gonna get that as you as you as Ruby gets older. I already get paintings and stuff like that. And I oh, put them for up sure. On the fridge. It's it's incredible. Yeah. I I love being a father. It's I the best know. thing in the world. It's I mean, awesome. I know you love it. I don't know personally because I'm not a father. But Dad, I'm really sorry. I haven't uh, sent you anything. You better get cracking. You can get him something nice in Los Angeles. Okay. And surprise him. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll surprise you, Dad. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I don't know. You know what I really would love to do? I would love to do just like a pop-in weekend surprise Saskatoon visit. Like, I would love to do that. Well, I'll just do that. can't say that. They know they're watching right no, now. No, Dad, my mom watches. I don't, I don't know if my dad does. I don't know what he's doing now. Well, but hi, Dad, I now, love you. Now they're going to totally guilt you until you do a pop-in surprise uh, Saskatoon visit. You know what? I'm, Dad, I'm going to send you Expendables 3. Oh, there you go. On Blu-ray. He loves that kind of stuff. Yeah. He loves that kind of stuff. Like, sure. all my, I just think of my dad every time I go to see movies like that. For sure. Like anything with The Rock where he punches an earthquake, whatever. Yeah, yeah right. My dad's in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I think that, that becomes sort of, you have to do that as a father. You have to you be You just love those. You have to reminisce your action days, <laughs> right? Oh, I remember when I used to fly choppers and punch hell It's so true. Well, I did. Okay, so I got him tickets to Def Leppard. Okay, that's cool. And so that was something that they did at Christmas. That's awesome. But it, like, carried over, it carried over to just recently. So it's fine. He went to Def Leppard. Dad, okay. I love you. you. I love are, you, man. You are a uh, satisfactory child. I know. That's a, that's Super a, satisfactory. That's a satisfactory child. You get a, uh, you. You get a B oh, for that. That's thank, pretty good. Thanks so much. All right. But happy uh, Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Yes. We, we, it's next week. Yeah, what? Father's Day is June 21st. I, it's not this weekend? I don't know. It's, it's not this weekend. It's a week. Are you sure? Yes. Oh, because because Jones has just given us a hard time about not making Friday Father's Day. Yeah, I think he was trolling you. Oh my God. <laughs> Jones has ruined us. Again, and, and he's not know, even here. I guess because I'm a dad. It's okay, no, you would have been surprised. Oh yeah. my god, do you know how much time I have now to get my dad a gift? Yeah. Eons. I have so much time. So do you guys. So you're welcome. <laughs> I just warned you about Father's that Day. That was a preemptive uh, <laughs> guilt trip for everybody. Okay. Um, uh, I love that. That's amazing. Metal Gear Solid Five. Back to the talk about business. Oh, sure. This is a rumor because something appeared on the PlayStation uh, European store. Yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five microtransactions built into right. the game. Yeah. So you walk into something or you sit down somewhere or you hide. And you, and and you buy something the, to yeah, modify game, your gear or... The game will tell you that you could be cooler if you spend some more money right here. What do you think about that? You know I hate that. Yeah. You know I hate that. I, I don't want to have anything to do with that. And I just... 
It's seeping into all of our games. I know. It's seeping into everything and everything that we do. Uh, How do we stop this? How do we stop it? Is there any way? <laughs> Fix the economy. Is we there can't. any way? I mean, I, I, games should not be so expensive to get in, and they shouldn't have their hand out the whole time that you're playing the game, right? I don't think they're going to have it out the whole time, but they're going to introduce it a ways in, probably yeah. a couple of hours in, because that's what started happening with another game. Uh, shoot. It was Assassin's. Assassin's it was Unity. Assassin's, because I was going to yeah. say it was a Ubisoft game. Yeah. Um, where it just well, happens. They're paying the price for it now, right? They are, and people yeah. didn't like it, so I don't know. I don't want these guys. I don't. Uh, I just feel like Metal Gear is, and I say this in uh, our news discussion that will air, but I, I just feel like Metal Gear is such a pure gaming experience. Yeah, it is. And I Great don't history. exactly tremendous so, value. Totally. Yeah. So I don't that want news discussion will air on Tuesday. By oh, the <laughs> Tuesday show. Banking. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I just don't want it to be tainted with this microtransaction garbage ah. that we're seeing everywhere. I just, I can't, because like, I can't take leaderboard seriously anymore yeah. in anything that I do. I don't know. Right. Good point. I just, mm, it's just tough to trust. Okay. It's tough to trust. Well, let's, let's swing over to something that will make you very happy. What is it? Uh, the possibility of Plants vs. Zombies <laughs> Garden Warfare 2. Which I did it. I blows my freaking mind that okay. EA would, you know, even think of investing in that direction again because that's not their core. But if it's happening, it's I I think it's amazing. I, yeah, I don't them. know what that means. It's not well, their core. No, it's not. I mean, it's not like this is a company that has proven time and again that they just want the biggest, you know, box office. They want as, as many copies sold as they can possibly get. And if I don't think that this has got to be the biggest thing that they could sell. But they but, obviously are doing okay with it, and they believe in it, if it's, if it's happening. Like, if you think of the history of PopCap, but the history of Plants vs. Zombies, yes. and how successful it's been sure. for how long, like how long this game yeah. has been alive, um, I just, I completely understand the business move, if that's the way they're going to go. Um, well, I know you love the game. I do. But I think I, it's a great game. I think that anybody that loves Splatoon. Do you, do you think that it reached a, a different audience than, I, like, like, I'm curious if people are watching this right now, if they bought and still play the first Garden Warfare, would you be excited about a Garden Warfare 2? I, I think it's great. I mean, I also feel like the game, I, they, I don't know, I also feel like the game itself could just have been updated in some way. I'm not sure we need, right. I don't know what direction they're going to go in with a second one. Because there was um, quite a bit of material already in the first one. There was a lot, yeah. Right. So, but I mean, I love something fresh. I love something new. If they're going to give me, if we're getting, if we're getting Call of Duties every year, then yeah, sure. I think there should be that an is. antithesis to Call of Duty and a different kind of shooter that people can get into that's not like that. It's completely different. It just blows my mind, you know. I'm just, I'm really pleasantly stunned that, that more <laughs> you, of that would come. And it, we don't know it, if it's, it hasn't been confirmed pleasant? yet. I, uh, I do need to say that I just, because we, that episode just aired where Scott and I were discussing it, mm -hmm. and I fully had a come at me bro moment <laughs> on air with <laughs> someone because somebody told me to not talk about it anymore. They told me to be quiet about Plants vs. Zombies. Like, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm, that only makes Somebody's me want to talk about it more. Talk about it. Yeah. In, in, so, in all of game <laughs> 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 So, obviously, I will bear the weight of that. I will carry it on my shoulders. I will talk about no, it. No, it's, it's a cool game. It's actually yeah. being made in Vancouver. The yeah. franchise has been made in Vancouver. So, if they're making more, we're sending you to them I have been dying to go I've been dying to go to the EA campus here okay I've been dying to go 
Uh, other big announcements are happening too, but I think what we should do is what? save some for next week. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the movie stuff that's happened. And the, the biggest um, news this week is Christopher Lee passed away. Oh, I sense you're getting serious there. Not, not a surprise. He was 93 no. years old. But a surprise in a way because he was record he had just finished a heavy metal album or something. It was one of his yeah. last projects was a yeah. heavy metal album. It's like, yeah. oh, this guy's never going away, I guess. He's recording his albums I love and that. stuff. I love that. It's I mean, like, what a powerhouse. Well, I feel, I, yeah, he yeah, what a powerhouse. He was just in the Hobbit movies, too. He just, he just played uh, Sauron in the, uh, in the Hobbit flicks, too, and he's, Sauron. he was incredible. Like, every time he was on screen, it's like, I believe that this guy is going to be awful and evil. He and is the best villain. He was the best villain. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's really sad, but you know what? It, what a beautiful life. Yeah. What and he loved it. And he, and he was, uh. I've seen interviews with him and he was a total kooky bird. He wasn't the, the demonic creations that he portrayed. He was Oh, he has to be the opposite to be able to yeah, dive in that But he knew it and he loved yeah. it. And he was great as Scaramanga. I still remember him. You probably haven't seen this one. He was in The Man with the Golden Gun. He was the, the main villain of the thing. He had three nipples and he would assemble oh. his, his gun out of a lighter and a, a pan. And, and his sidekick was Tattoo from Fantasy Island. Tattoo, yeah. Her tattoo. Yeah, Hervé Villachez. Yeah. That's right. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, it was epic. He was great, and he's he's always been great. He well, was I heard awesome, and uh, I liked him as uh, uh, Count Dooku. That was like one of the cool elements in the uh, in the Star Wars stuff. The movies were not good, but he was good. He was good. Ewan McGregor was good. Nobody's good enough. Come on. I, I want to give a shout out uh, to Christopher Lee's best film. A lot of people are forgetting to mention it. Is The Wicker Man? Right. The Wicker Man is by far his best role that he ever played. If you yeah, have seen, is he the Wicker Man in The Wicker Man? No. Okay. But it, it, he's the he's the main villain. If you haven't seen the original version of The Wicker Man, you really need to see it. Okay. It's an excellent yeah. film. I don't, it's one I don't, of the best okay. films ever made. I don't know if everybody can hear that because Blake's not Mike, but The they Wicker Man. They can hear oh, they okay. can hear you. Okay. See The Wicker Man, the original version, not the Nicolas Cage remake, because that sucks. Okay. Nicholas Cage. He's ruining everything always. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, rest in peace, Christopher yes. Lee. You killed it. Uh, you entertained us. You were a great accompaniment to everything that you were a part of. And uh, a film treasure. And a game treasure, too, because some of this stuff filtered into some of the games that we played as well. Just, yeah, beautiful life. He was married to the same woman for so long, 50-some years. Awesome. Yeah, 54 years or something. Like, he, I, I love that. I That's love a good great. love story. Just beautiful, beautiful life. Yeah. Um, okay, in totally different news, Chris Hemsworth, our Thor, is uh, going to play a male receptionist. That's a thing. And the uh, the new Ghostbusters redo. Mm -hmm. um, and we talk about it a bit on the show, so yes. we don't want to sort of replicate that. But I, uh, I, you know, what do you think? <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to echo the same things. Um, it's just because I feel, I feel like this whole Ghostbusters thing, uh, I like it. I like the idea of it because I love the women that they chose to play these roles. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to be complete powerhouses and going to be amazing. And I love um, the whole gender role switch. But I also don't want a gender role switch to be. Um, uh, uh, I don't want it. I don't want it to be about money, but I also don't want it to be about um, like completely switching it. Where like now we're going to belittle the man because he's in this role now. Like, I don't want that to be a thing. I want everything to be equal. I don't want one, I don't want one extreme and then the other. I right. want things to just even out at yeah. this point. Yeah. So I'm hoping that with this movie, uh, I, I know they're going to make fun of a lot of things because they have to. They have to, 
I, and I also feel like it's tough for comedians nowadays. I feel like because a lot of people are sensitive about this stuff too. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough yeah, script too. Yeah, I was just talking about that, right? The yeah. The politically correct kind of world that we're in. Uh, and it does feel like a bit of a an apologist kind of, uh, yeah. you know, let's see if the if the ladies will show up for our new mm. take on, on this stuff. The thing that irks me even more, though, is that Sony isn't believing in it enough to say, uh, we're going to let the female-led cast stand on their own. They're also making a male one because there was so much internet uproar by a bunch of complete idiots, in my opinion, yeah. that are, are sort of freaked out that there is a change to the Ghostbusters kind of gender, and which they're is not, ridiculous. And they don't have faith enough to hire a female filmmaker to actually make the movie. Right. Right. But well, Paul Feig has been fantastic with the female lead movies that he's been doing, especially Bridesmaids. Yeah, well, there are plenty of talented women filmmakers out there that could be making that movie. For sure. For sure. Uh, but he's, he's a proven entity, and he's hiring... You know, colleagues, right? Chris, Kristen Wiig and uh, Kristen Wiig. and uh, and what's what's her face from Spy is in there too, right? Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy is in there too. I mean, those are it's kind of like putting the band back together again. And you know, the thing that I liked about all of this is that yeah, what could be more daunting than to say we're going to do redo the Ghostbusters and we're going to try to help you or try to get you to forget about Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis. No. You know, that's no. impossible. But no, but I don't want any of that with these remakes. I don't want you to forget about anything. I don't want that to be a thing that's forgotten. Yeah, but if they're remaking with male actors, I mean, good luck to the new men that they're going to put into the Ghostbusters. See, that's something that I just don't, I don't want to see. Yeah. I want the original men to be the original men, and why can't we have a, a new... Well, one of them's gone. I know. Right? Very but important. No, I mean, like, they're not going to, don't make it again. Don't make or it again. Don't, don't make it again don't with the men. The, or no. Don't uh, reboot the... Uh, it's a, it's a pretty fantastic universe, though. You know, I, I know that sure, we're inundated don't with... try to recreate what was already magic. Right. Start a new story. Yes. People that are, are maybe inspired by the Ghostbusters, but now they can be inspired by the female Ghostbusters. Should we just totally. write the damn script and say I feel like we should. We should, right? Yes. Let's just fix it right now together. We all can. Of all of us together. We, we can do this. it. Production power. Yes. Ready? How do we make this not suck? I don't think Ghostbusters that... Ghostbusters should rule. Go, and Ghostbusters will rule. They just have to make sure that these women... Although the second one wasn't that good. The first one was amazing. Oh, right. Do you know what they were doing in the first Ghostbusters? This was Ivan Reitman. This is what I... Like, the first-timer filmmakers, they're always so gutsy. They always just want to take risks. They didn't have the permits to shoot on the uh, streets in New York. So they would what? just show up with... Uh, not for some of the shots. They would show up with cameras and the guys in the proton packs that. running down the street... And people, and you can see in the in the uh, in the, some of the cutaways, people are just like watching them, going, "What the? Fuck? What is happening here? Is that Bill Murray?" Like you can see them responding oh, and reacting. But that also played into the story because they were becoming celebrities in New York, right? Yes, and yeah. they were the cock of the walk. It was what a phenomenal movie. They, I really <laughs> hope they don't drop the ball. No, but I really. Hemsworth, I dig because that dude is funny. And they're starting he, to let him be funny in some of the stuff that he's in. He's solid, you know. He. Well, he is solid. He's solid, yeah. I... No, I... Yeah, yeah, you did. But, uh, no, but just seeing him in person, I was... I don't get intimidated very often, but I was intimidated by this man. He is very tall and... Yeah. Very attractive. 
Like, you know when you, like, just meet some attractive people, they're like, oh, my God, you're really attractive, and I don't even, like, there was nothing else you could have done with your life but do this. Right. Like, you have to be Thor. Who else could be Thor? Just you. <laughs> this is pretty much true of most of those Avengers, right? Exactly. Because we were on the line last year for the Ultron stuff at Comic-Con, and yeah. it's true. They're walking up, like, these are the biggest damn stars on Earth. And I they're know. all in one movie. Yes. And they are all perfect for what they're doing. I will never forget that James Spader interview, though, that you yeah. did. I will never forget that, because I swear you asked him one question, and he went on for a minute and a half answering the one question, and every word was so drawn out, and yeah. so he thought about every single thing he was saying. It was amazing. That it was, was the so coolest cool. thing I've ever seen. Was, I was just, my jaw was on the floor the whole time. He was awesome, and Sam Jackson was awesome, too. <laughs> Sam Jackson was really cool. I have a buddy that is this fitting image of James Spader. Oh, really? And he communicates just like him, and I've always thought that they're like symbiotic twins. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh, he was so great in having... that Ultron. I got oh, yeah, he Ultron really again. was. I love that. Well, movie. we can talk about Jurassic Park. Okay, yeah, that's out, and the review's aired already, right? So, yeah. uh, uh, We can okay. talk. It's time for our dino. It's okay. Do you guys want to hear about Jurassic Park? Are you planning to go see it? Yeah. It's time to uh, talk. Jurassic World. Oh, yeah, Jurassic Park, sorry. That was one of the things I like about this movie, is that it tries to, uh, in the fiction of the movie, it has Mm -hmm. self-awareness, and it tries to kind of distance itself from Jurassic Park in a bunch of ways, while still trying to connect to it, but in the way that they're telling the story, and I like that. Like, one of the guys is wearing a Jurassic Park shirt, and they're like, where'd you get that? That's that's vintage, you know? I know it's vintage, but you probably shouldn't wear it, because bad things happen, people died, so that's not in good taste to be wearing that shirt. I love it. Those are great moments. Those were great moments, like the takeaway moments we had a fun time with. I did laugh a lot. Yeah. Uh, Well, a lot is a stretch. I laughed a I laughed a number of times. I wouldn't say it passed any kind of six laugh test, yeah. which would make it a comedy of sorts. Uh, there was just a lot of... there. Uh, it's like they tried to follow the same plot as the original Jurassic Park. Well, one thing we didn't talk about in the... Uh, yes, and one thing we didn't talk about in was the review... Was like the other plot, the other evil plot. Because it's so inane that we didn't even think to, to talk about it. Watch out for spoilers. Well, there's, there's a military kind of vibe in this, you know? Yeah. I mean, there has been in previous Jurassic Parks as well, but uh, yeah. it's just so stupid, and Vincent D'Onofrio is, is completely wasted in the performance, and there's... And the other thing is that when, when people die in this movie, and they do, apart from the total strangers and the wide shots, I felt yeah. for some of those people. Yeah. But when they, some of the actors that die in this thing, I didn't give a crap. You know, it's like, no. okay, whatever. I didn't really know or believe no. in you. And okay, you're gone. Like, okay. especially with Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. I can't, like... If I... he dies. Yeah, if he dies. <laughs> whatever. Like, come on. He's playing the Newman character. No, he's, he's not the Newman character. The Newman character was, uh, he was just a conniver. He, that, see, that's the thing. The Jurassic I've... Park was like a perfect Rubik's Cube of, of great collections of characters and weird, weird people that had different kind of... Uh, intentions and there was there was a purity with uh, Attenborough's character like he really wanted to believe in all of this so he of built course. it for great altruistic reasons and then there were all of these different kinds of uh, shades of gray amongst all the, the other cast members and, <laughs> and it really is more black and white and I don't mean shades of gray in the way that it I know I know, but, I know. But it's really more black and white in this new movie and that really <laughs> the limits that it. people are using it these days yeah. um, you're right you're right it was too I just feel. I just felt like. What? I don't know if I should be loving this. I. I can't really enjoy it. I can't really no. make anything of it. So you know what? I'm just gonna sit here and I'm just gonna not think. 
I'm going to not think about anything, and I'm just going to try to enjoy it. And then we just kind of, like, applaud the, uh, the special effects people, you know? Yes, but totally. Remember was- when we saw Jurassic Park for the first time? Yes. We shit I, our pants. I it like was so good, you we're know? We're disparaging too much because I think we just, we thought too highly of this film before we went to go see it. And I think that's the main problem here. Because well, we expect a lot. Ter- I had no expectations. Oh, you had was, no expectations. I thought this was going to be god awful. Oh, really? Every trailer I'd seen, I was like, this is an embarrassment. This is going to suck so oh, bad. Oh, I had no idea. So it's actually way. better than that. Oh. But it's. It's, it's lame, you know. Like they, like they really should have gone the whole distance with this thing. And I really don't like in this movie how often they try to ape this this style and the look of the way that Spielberg sets up his shots. Yes, and they a lot it. of it was forced. You know, they even for have sure. crane shots that sort of dip in the middle, and then they try to self-correct. Like this is a massive two hundred million dollar effects budget with this huge franchise that's supposed to spawn eons of theme park attractions yeah and it feels like all of that money machine is working but the heart of why you want to build this thing mm-hmm. gone and it's just you know all the all the characters are caricatures and they're they're just they are caricatures you're right about that you just uh, know like that even the, the, this type is going in there this type is going in there i know, you know but then it's like how do you then i try to feel for the writers here like how do you you want to put this character in because there are teenage boys like that that obviously when they go through this moment in their lives they're obsessed over girls I'm talking about that there's two brothers yeah there's Tiger Beat and um, there's Tiger Beat and there's, and there's, and there's uh, little brother. almost Tiger Beat yeah um, but no like I don't like how else do they paint these characters in a way that we'll all understand because we only have these short moments with them yeah so it's just a, I feel like it's a tough job I'm trying to sympathize with that but I also want to get my money's worth I want people to get their money's worth when they go to the theater. I don't think they're going to get it with this. Remember how how much of a risk Chappie was? This is Chappie. another reason why I like that movie more and more yeah. in, the, in the rear view. It was a dangerous yeah. film. It was a totally weird, studio-paid-for, big-budget, heartfelt, weird, awesome little film, you know? Yeah. So and you that's want- what we should have seen out of Jurassic Park. It should have been a Jurassic Park in a post-Looper, post-District 9 kind of space where you can you can have like, all of the history attached to it. You don't have to try to recreate shot for shot and, you know, like, emotion like for emotion what's already been done before. Yeah. And they play that stupid theme song so many goddamn times <laughs> in the movie. It's like, what I half expected somebody to, like, usher us to a gift shop at the end of this thing. <laughs> You know? Well, that's what they're hoping for, right? Yeah. Like, that's how they make the money now. But I don't, like, I feel like you're, you're using Chappie as an example, but, like, Chappie, like, the grit of Chappie wasn't there, but Chappie still wasn't the greatest movie. Chappie was a cool movie. I, it was I, cool, but it I, wasn't, like, I, I really like that movie, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about that movie for a long time. Jurassic World? I'm not going to be, be able to tell the difference between... You'll think about Chappie for sure, but yeah, you're what, right. Lost World? What was the... What, how many... Were, was this the fourth one? Jurassic Park, The Lost World, and then Jurassic Park 3. All I remember about Jurassic 2 was them on the bus windows, and it's cracking. Yeah, that's, that's the one good scene. In that that's movie. the only thing I remember about that one. Jurassic Park 3... I think somebody had a New Zealand accent. That was the first one with the That's flying, all I remember. That was the first one with the flying dinosaurs. Oh, okay. okay. So well, there, was, was, there, was there the is a cool, movie, right? there are cool the moments movie. in this movie with CG because, you know, when those moments happen, you're just, we're, we were totally in awe yeah. and we were clapping and we were excited. There, there are okay. moments like that. You and do have moments a, like that, that, but it takes like three quarters of the way through the movie. When Chris Pine, who's good. Oh, he's indie. Good actor. Great. And he, he's very indie-ish in this. You can see him 
being groomed for that if, if that's happening. Uh, but there's a scene where he's riding his motorcycle with the Raptors running the sun. Can't believe I'm fucking saying this then. And and uh, that 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 happens at night, and uh, that effect shot was very impressive. It was so nice. Me. Well, that's what I what I was holding on to when I was going into this movie. That's the one thing that you think about. Yeah. Because you see it in all the previews, and you see it on the poster, like it's on the freaking poster. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I also thought that you know what he just. I mean, not a big deal. But I felt like his character was like too beefy. Like he was too. Like he was too like big. Too uh, just popped out of the gym. Yeah, like yeah. he was super like that could have been the rock in there, you know. Yeah. I just feel like that. Whatever, it's fine. It's just my personal preference. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I, I noticed that too in the yeah. and stuff because guys like that don't spend time in the gym. They, right. They're more slim and trim because they're running all the time. Exactly. Right? Like, lifting weight. Yeah, that's exactly. the difference between what Harrison Ford looked like at that age. Yeah, they look like Harrison Ford in the DM. Exactly, yeah. which is why it's like grooming him to be indie. He could look more like Indy. Tone down the, the round just, Like the, the deltoid. Like there was just, yeah. there was so much of it happening. Yeah, and he was supposed that, to be... All that crap really plays against what The Rock is as a believable totally. person in any situation. Yeah, right? exactly. Like it's it's going to make it harder for him to be, or Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's harder for them to be regular people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. True. So we didn't, it was okay. We were okay. You walked into the movie saying it was really cool and really dumb. Yeah. Well, those are those are your first. And then the more I think about it, it's like Star Trek Two. You know, Star Trek Two is just Star Trek into darkness. Into darkness. Star right? Trek Two is the round of That was great. Sorry, apologies. The guy that was with Herve Villachez was in that one in Fantasy Island. Uh, anyways, yeah. it's two yes. Herve Villachez references in one episode. Yes. One episode of Vic's Basement. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness was a ridiculous, dumb, stupid action movie that didn't even feel like Star Trek. And it, it, it bomb, it's like so bombastic that you're like, I just saw cool things. And then you leave the theater and your brain cells start to regenerate and you go, that was really stupid. That had nothing to do with Star Trek. That, was, that could have been a blank action space movie. You know what? I think that was one of the movies because you and Scott had reviewed it. Yeah. And I think that was one of the movies that I, based on your review, decided that I was never going to see because I didn't want it to be ruined for me. Right. Like, I didn't want the universe. I didn't want the Chris Pine... Chris Pine the first um, one was so fun. ...universe yeah, to be. Yeah, because I loved it. I yeah. loved the first one. It yeah. was so great. I'll always remember that moment in the theater because I was eating a big bucket of fries. And enjoy me some Star Trek. Look, I just like it was such a great moment for me because I love me some fries and I love me some Chris Pine. Like fries and Chris Pine. Okay. <laughs> that. Do we have but, any any questions? Yes, we sure do. All right. Oh, great. Speak real loud so everyone hears. Okay. Okay. Your thoughts on Vancouver trying to shut down the Burrard Street Bridge to to do yoga, and they, today they've announced they're not going to do that. Oh, they canceled that? Yes. Okay. I'm uh, sorry, this was a thing, for real? Yeah. So you, okay, so we'll explain, so people, I'll let you do it. Cause you yeah, Cri Christy Clark, the premier of uh, oh, British Columbia, had done a deal with uh, some yoga people. To yes, that down, was real. Marissa. To shut I down the bridge just a joke. to celebrate yoga, <laughs> yoga Day, which was also on... Uh, uh, National Aboriginal Day, I think, and also Father's Day, and they were going to shut down one of the busiest. The real Father's Day, not the one that I. Yeah, just think not that, not this weekend's Father's Day, <laughs> which I'm planning on celebrating, by the way, with Scott in the hotel room. Oh yeah, oh you're uh, a great no, Father's but, Day. Uh, <laughs> um, 
anyways, she went on social media and tried to make a joke of it and just offended more people. And this woman just drives me crazy. And part of it is the, uh, the, the blatant disrespect that she's shown all the teachers in our province. Oh, no. You know, like, it just drives me nuts. Like, the teachers in our province need to be, you know really respected and admired and appreciated and compensated all of the things that would lead to the best educators you want wanting to stay and continue to be good teachers for yeah. future generations instead you know we got a government that's like trying to bend over backwards right now to get pipelines and tankers and all kinds of huge corrupt money they pump through the system which is great for uh, you know future uh, runs at the, their campaigns and keeping their... So this woman is not getting reelected. Well, she's not very popular. And I am sorry to say that I was on a radio show. She used to have a radio show here in Vancouver. And I met oh. her and sat down with her and had a great conversation about games and, and stuff. And she was Did really... Did she ask you about the Pac-Man? No, she was good. She oh, was she was actually she good. Was, she's a oh sharp, my God, Vic. sharp person, good personality, terrible politics. And I don't like the way that she thinks about our province and the way that she's... Uh, but do you think she's catering to that crowd? Then she's catering to like the yoga. I, I mean, I'm not in politics. Granola. I'm not in politics. I don't know all center. of the concessions that you have to make. Okay. But the minute that you start sort of uh, butting heads against teachers, and there's lots of you know real needs for education in this province. This is you know obviously a uh, a very popular part of our country here in Canada, and uh, and she should be responding to the needs of the growing sort of uh, population, you know, and, sure. and their demands. And like, as far as I'm concerned, teachers and kids, they come first, man. They come first. Okay, so back to yoga day. Yes. Okay, so next question for the lightning round. Yeah. Oh. Is there a game or movie that you, that recently came out that you reviewed and then changed your mind about? Oh. Um. Uh, tough question. <laughs> no, I like no. it. I give it an eight. I still like that. I don't know, like, but I do agree with you that you, when you think about it, it's still like it does warm my heart to think about when I think back on it. I just didn't enjoy my time in the theater, but I love the idea of Chappie for sure. Right. Uh, it was a risky movie. Yeah, it was a risky movie. So maybe I, I gave it a five. I'd probably give it a six now. Uh, I can't think of. I mean, I always think probably. of SSX three as the one where I. Said that story so many times. I gave the thing like a seven and a half or something like that, and I couldn't stop playing it. I was totally obsessed for all summer. Should have given it a bigger score. <laughs> okay. um, what is the wildest, like, most crazy thing you would like to see at E3? Like, what's your fantasy dream at E3? Dream game oh. at E3? And the right answer is Half Life 3. Uh, yeah, the right game. answer is always Half Life 3, obviously. Mm. Um, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 for 2016. Well, my but, okay, and and it would probably just be teased at the hardware manufacturers. I Red Dead would be amazing for sure. Yeah. Um. Also, because that guy needs to get some more work. The guy that. Oh, you saw that documentary. Yeah, yeah that was good. Wasn't it was great? Really um. Uh. No, but did you see the guy that built Skyrim in his basement? Yeah. Okay, so I want to like my big surprise at E three would be to actually like lit, go to a tavern. Like, have the whole area of E3 to, like, be, like, I'm really walking into Skyrim. And, like, live in the world for a little bit. And I would totally pretend. I'd, I'd totally make believe. And then they'd announce the next So you'd, want, you'd, like, you'd like to LARP at E3. I want to LARP at E3, yeah, okay, basically. Right, okay. People in the chat are saying they want to see The Last Guardian. Yeah, that would um, be fantastic. It's pretty much guaranteed. Because if they don't show it this year, 
that it's done. They might as well. We've been saying that for four years, though. Yeah. 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 They have to show it. They have to show something this year, otherwise it's paper. I don't know. They. They. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they didn't I, even. I haven't heard anything year. about the last Guardian. They should have at least mentioned it last year. Yeah. They can't. They can't be surprised. I guess that would be a, a great surprise. Yeah. Here's what I want to see from Sony. I want to see. Okay. I want to see them show us where their money is going. I want to see a nice suite of all of, like they're in the lead with the console sales next to the other two right now. What are you spending it on? Like, what are the games that are coming that are really going to blow us away? Now we know Uncharted Four is going to be a big standout thing, but what else is there from Xbox? Uh, I am very curious to see that because they've been in second place for a long time now, that they have had to spend the money and they yes. had a lot of things teased last year that are going to come to fruition this year. So I want to see some surprise, you know, first party spent titles. And this mm -hmm. Oculus thing is a pretty rad thing too, right? I mean, anybody that's only developing for Oculus now will, will be playing on uh, uh, or with an Xbox controller. Yeah. Like, because that's the thing, it kind of removes the console in some ways, doesn't it? This yeah. VR stuff, right? Yeah. Just as a processing thing. So they have to team up with them. Like, they have to. Yeah. Speaking of Microsoft, somebody in the chat wants to know, since Halo 5 isn't going to be selling DLC maps, yeah. what will they sell? Right. Like, how will they make the money down the road? I think story DLC seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably give us uh, yeah more content that way, more single-player type stuff. Um, but also, they'll sell us the weapons and they'll sell us the, uh, the, you know, the skin packs and all that stuff too. Okay, somebody yeah. wants to know how you broke Batman's head. Uh, oh, it just comes off. It doesn't. I didn't break it. He, that was fine. No, yeah. but he doesn't break his toys. Okay. If I do, I replace. Them. Will we? Will EP be broadcasting all summer, or will there be a, a hiatus? We're moving, oh, and we're going to announce uh, when soon. So there might be a couple of days of uh, of repeats. Um, but um, we plan on delivering every day, yeah, as much as we can, and there'll be repeats on uh, on holidays. Yeah, always. But, uh, Hi, but uh, yeah, we're going all all year round. Okay. Okay. Uh, Canadian Uncle Sam wants to know what game that you you know for sure is coming to E3. Are you most excited about? Oh, uh, I can't talk about that. Oh yeah, because we're under embargo. We know. <laughs> We, we know a bunch of games that are going to be announced that haven't been announced yet, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Like, he said so that, yeah. We're not allowed to talk about those. Uh, <laughs> can't answer that well, Fallout 4, you know, I'm probably going to be able to play it. So I'm, I'm super psyched about that, and I'm super psyched to play Uncharted. And uh, I know that the, the big Gears machine is ramping up, and they, uh, uh, they've been working hard out of, uh, out of Vancouver here. I'm, I'm yeah. curious to see what they've got. I, and, you know, frankly, they got to surprise us, they got to shock us, because I felt like the Gears thing got exhausted by the time they did that fourth one. Yes, moment. but wait, they're going by some, the team is going by something else now. Yeah, the Coalition. The Coalition. So I'm psyched to see what the Coalition has got for us. Yeah. Uh, you know what I really want to see, and I know this isn't going to happen, but I really want to see what Nintendo has planned for their their um, I want there to be and their next machine. I want a tease of that. I want but another. Not going to talk about that. I want another LARPing situation in the Nintendo booth where I want to be like the squid and I want to have like a big paintball fight. <laughs> okay. What uh, What do you guys think of Steam's new refund policy? Oh. And what do you think about them raising prices of games? Some games raise their prices right before the summer sale. And this, oh, to then have a discount? Yeah, then it's... That's not that much. I it's was like just talking to two developers yesterday about this, and it's it's a scary time for the, you know, 
ration all your money together to build a game and get it published on Steam because we are creating generations of game, game consumers mm -hmm. that are playing things for free yes. and get pissed off when they're not for free yep. and then are also there's lot, still a lot of stealing and a lot of thieving going on for uh, stuff that doesn't have any copyright protection on it which sucks and uh, you know copyright protection sucks but stealing stuff sucks um, and so I think that there will be some real exploits that are going to happen people are going to because it's a two-week refund policy you can mm. play. It's a two-week refund, or, or what is it? Two hours or something into the uh, game. It's, like, uh, it's. I think there is a finite amount of time. Yeah, that you, yeah can you can't just refund it five years later. Yeah. No, no, no. No, but in terms of pl playing through the game, yeah, because they're tracking all of that. There will be people that will abuse the situation for sure, but I also yeah. think crack down the people that abuse it. Like if people are constantly returning things, playing for a second, and then returning it like it's a rental. Yeah. Then obviously they're going to crack down. A tremendous amount of onus on the developers to to create stuff that really sticks. Mm. And I, you know what? If you throw in the other part of that equation, is that there's too many things to you know, catch our attention with right now. Yes, too many things. Maybe this is part of the thinning of it as well, mm -hmm. you know. But I feel for those developers that, you know, mortgaged a house or have, yeah. you know, got a whole bunch of family money into, like, finishing Their something. Game, yeah. and they've got their hoping, and then they sell a few, and then people <laughs> refund. That would be the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's pro-consumer, but the developers have got now another thing to overcome. So there's two sides of this coin. Yeah. Okay, last question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what are we watching and playing this weekend? Uh, uh, well, you know what? Uh, Lego Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lego Jurassic World Playing is happening. a little bit of that and uh, maybe, um, maybe a something. Little, a little bit of this. Maybe. Oh, um, I am really, you know what, Orange is the New Black is out now, yeah. fully on Netflix, so Again, can watch the rest of that. Checking into Sense 8 as well. And Sense 8, we're going to watch. Yep. Um, yeah, so that stuff. Also, just, I'm making a lot of snacks because E3 is happening and I need my snacks. And I'll be watching episode 10 of uh, Game of Thrones and finishing up the season with our coffee talk. And speaking of E3, we're going to have E3 coverage all next week, yep. uh, including a big wrap-up on Thursday and Friday. And so stay tuned for that. A lot of everybody. E3 stuff happening. Yeah, we'll try to Thursday Snapchat. Thursday and Friday, and we will have uh, discussions about each of the hardware manufacturer's stuff. And then we're also getting the whole band together for... The, the following week for our E3 Reviews on the Run traditional uh, yeah. uh, wrap-up, which will air over a few episodes of, uh, of EP in the following week. So what about Vic's ba Basement next week? Vic's Basement will be we'll here. Probably, yeah, we'll be here. We'll yeah, be so here. we'll do a re E3 wrap-up. Yep. Yeah. Lots of E3 talk. Absolutely. Coming your way. Thanks Hi. for watching, everybody. Thanks for <laughs> again about the audio. Yes. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Stitcher, happy Father's Day. The prequel. Vic's Basement would like to thank its sponsors, EB Games, Nintendo, Xbox, and Gameloft, makers of Dragon Mania Legends, which you can play for free right now.